Hi there, and welcome to this week's episode of the Accepted Authority Podcast. I'm your host, Greg Roworth, and in this podcast series, we discuss challenges to growing your uh, professional consultancy practice and the implications of how to grow your business around the concept of being the accepted authority in your market. Now, this week's topic I've called Be the Saviour, Not the Servant. Now, last week we spoke about brand awareness versus buyer awareness. And this week's topic is going to cover some some similar ground, but I want to put it to you in a different context so that we can reinforce the message from last week and show you how much more effective buyer awareness type strategy or what I call strategic authority marketing is able to generate interest and generate demand from your ideal clients compared to the challenges that I often hear from my clients before they start working with me around having to fight to win every sale in a competitive situation having to often sharpen their pencil to win a a proposal or having sceptical clients challenging their ways of doing business. And what I so often see is having clients who are the masters and treat you like the servants. Now, as consultants, we're in the service business what we provide our clients with is services. So it's easy to understand being the servant. And it's also reinforced so often, as we talked about last week, with our websites that talk about all the services that we provide. So when we have that service mentality, which is on one hand really good to to, to have, you know, we want to be able to provide high-quality services. And our clients need high-quality services. There's nothing wrong with being a service provider. What I'm talking about in this talk today is how to be the saviour rather than the servant. Now, that's not about providing services because every leader should be a service-oriented leader. We have that service mentality or the the serving heart, if I put it that way. We want to provide the best possible service we can provide to our clients. But the difference here is in the positioning of how our clients see us. How do they perceive us? Because if they perceive the relationship as they're the master and we're the servant, they get to dictate all the terms of the engagement to us. They come to us with expectations and demands about what they want done and how we're going to do it. They will dictate the terms to us. And everyone knows in a master-servant relationship, servants don't get paid very well. So the challenge is, how do we provide great service without being perceived as the servant in the relationship? My answer to that is to be seen as the saviour, not the servant. 
Now, what does that mean? What, what does it mean to be the saviour? The saviour is someone that people look up to. There's a, a level of authority if we're looking to someone as, as a saviour. We have a need that they can provide. However, we don't see them as a servant. We can't go and demand of the saviour that they fix our problem. We more or less come pleading for that saviour to fix our problem. So in a business setting, we want our clients to perceive us as that saviour, in that saviour position. We want them to come to us with the perception that we have the solution for them. We have the answer for them if only they could get us to work for them. And this is a big factor in the dynamics of the, that sort of relationship is that the client does not see themselves as the master in the relationship. They see themselves as the receiver of value. They see themselves as the person or the, the enterprise in need of a solution. And it's a solution that they cannot provide for themselves, a solution that they may not really even understand how it should be provided. When we're the saviour and when we're positioning our firm as the saviour in that sort of relationship, we need to be able to present what we do as a unique solution that our clients can't dictate to us how we're going to provide the service. Now, when we're providing a, a commoditized service and it's a frequent service that the sort of clients we work with take up and say, spend money on, there's a fair bit of knowledge about how that service is being provided. So in a tender situation or a proposal situation, the client dictates how that service should be provided. In a tender situation, they'll map out what's expected of the provider of the service. They'll map out the timelines and the deadlines and even require penalties if those deadlines aren't met. There's none of that in the authority position or the, the saviour positioning. Everything is dependent on the saviour's unique methodology and the way the saviour wants to provide that service. And as an authority in your market, as the potential saviour of that client, we have the opportunity to tell our clients our unique methodology of how we work with them. We have a much higher level of power in that relationship where we can not necessarily dictate to them, but we can recommend how to approach the provision of that service, how to deliver the solution that they're looking for. We have the opportunity to say, this is how it's going to be done. This is how we're going to provide the service. And this is what it's going to cost you. Now, typically, in that situation, we have very little competition because there may be other providers who do similar things to what we do. 
that because of the way that we've presented ourselves in our marketing, we stand head and shoulders above everyone else. They look like also rams compared to what we can do and the way that we do it and the solutions that we create. So again, in our marketing, to position your firm as the saviour, not the servant, your focus needs to be on solving the problems that your clients have. So it needs to start at that problem level, as we said last week. It needs to show an understanding that we know what they're going through. We need to have the clarity of messaging that indicates to them that we really get them. We know what's going on in their world. We know the suffering they're going through while they have this problem. And because of that understanding and level of intimacy with the understanding of that problem, we have devised a unique solution to solve that problem. Now, I hear a lot of you saying, and I hear this said to me at times when I present this one-on-one, -on -one, yeah, but we're just like everybody else. <laughs> we have the same methodology as everybody else. My challenge to you is to say that is just lazy thinking on your behalf. Yes, you may have learnt how it's done in your profession. You may have been to one of the big firms that do the sort of work you do. You may have learnt it at the place that you started working. But that doesn't mean you have to repeat the same processes that you've learnt. Put a bit of brain power and thinking behind how can you do it differently and do it better? Because in every situation, there's a certain set of clients who have different needs from the mass market. So when you understand what you can do for that certain set of clients who have different set of needs, you can then redefine the way you work with them so that although you're providing a very similar service, it's provided in a very unique way. So don't be lazy about your thinking that, yeah, we're just the same as everyone else. If that's your complaint, do something about it. You're not stuck in that situation. There's no excuse to not have a differentiated service. Be strategic. Go through the exercise. Go through the thinking behind who are the best sort of clients that you want to work with and how do you redefine the way you deliver your service so that it's unique for that set of clients. That's the way to differentiate your business from your competitors, and that's the way to become the saviour, not the servant. So I don't have a lot more to say today, but to think about and recommend that if you are stuck in a situation where you're being treated like the servant, where you're having to sharpen your pencil on proposals or tenders to get the work and you feel like you're not in a position of being able to control your destiny with your clients, then do the work required to change that 
to becoming the saviour, not the servant. If you'd like to know more about this process, again, I have a lot of information on LinkedIn and Facebook, so just search for Greg Roworth on those platforms or go straight to my website, businessflightpath.com, where you can pick up free information or low-cost information to help you educate yourself around how to make these changes in your business. I invite you to take advantage of that and even to go one step further and book a call with me. You'll find opportunities to do that both on my website or on those platforms. So I don't need to tell you how to do that. If you're keen, then make it happen. So that's it for me today. This has been the Accepted Authority podcast. Greg Roworth out.